Chris and Will here, and you know, you guys, we have a challenge for you, and it's all about the red shirt. That's right. It's been a symbol of pride since 1991. In 2020, we're spreading the message of diversity, equality, and kindness with the red shirt challenge across the globe. On June 6th, join the world in wearing your red shirt and help us bring us all together hand in hand. Go to kindredpride.org to register. Join us June 6th with your red shirt. Show it off. Hashtag RSPD. It's the show that makes us talk. What did one eye say to the other? No idea. Between you and I, something smells. <laughs> what about our life? With Chris and Will, season two. are you it's another great episode of what about our life with chris and will hi yes going through these i don't even know what would you call it anymore we're here i mean, I mean that's pretty much it i mean i mean we're we're yeah it, it's the the quarantine time i guess the boring, that freaking boring time. You know what? We're keeping ourselves busy. Yeah. We, we've been doing a lot of interviews, which has been wonderful. Mm -hmm. We've been doing a lot of different things. So we're excited. We're happy. But I can't tell you enough. We are ready for this to be over with. Yeah. In a good way. Of course. Yes, of course. You know, you have those times where you're just like, oh, my gosh. And you're like, you know what? Nope. I'm good. I'm calm. It's going to be okay. Yep, absolutely. And you know what? We have everybody has to thank each other for going through this mm -hmm. because the the patience and the <laughs> mental <laughs> yes. anguish and all the different things that people are going through right now uh, is very important to acknowledge because we're all going through this together yes. and especially those that are on the front line that are having to work during this. Our hat goes off to you because we know the struggle is real. Mm -hmm. I know what we've been doing is when we've had to call companies or we would go to the store, we actually ask them how they're doing, exactly. and how their day is going. And you don't know how comforting that is when they, they hear that because mm -hmm. like, oh, nobody asks us that. Exactly. So the next time you go to the store, you call your bill company or whoever it may be, ask them how they are first before you go into your conversation mm -hmm. because you you never know. Your conversation might start out a little bit brighter. Yeah. If you start out that way. So, um, yeah. So, we're all doing our part. How are you guys hanging on? Yeah. And managing? We hope you are well, staying well, and keeping healthy, and yes. staying home during this process until we manage to get through it so we can go back to our normal life. So, uh, yes, but you know, we want to introduce something to you starting next week. We are going to be doing two episodes a week. Yay. And on <laughs> our, it's going to be Mondays and Thursdays on Mondays. It's going to be a special stay well episode. Yes. We, we have invited some several 
professionals to come talk with us to help us all get through this. Everything from uh, a happiness expert to a sleep doctor to, um, you a know, sociolog- a well, yeah, a sociologist, mm-hmm. wellness, anything that we can do to help you get through this. That's what we're going to do. And those special episodes are dedicated to Mondays and dedicated to everyone during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. So at least for the next month, maybe two months, we're not sure yet. We're going to be doing two episodes a week. And then we're going to do our regular episode on Thursdays. Of course. Of course. And um, you, 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 you never know what, what's we have in store. We have a lot in store. Mm -hmm. Actually, we've been so busy Uh, talking to our guests and some of our guests have a lot of new things going on. So we've been busy watching that. And it's really interesting that even during this time you think, Oh, you're at home. There's not much going on. Actually. Yeah, there is a lot going on. It may not be in the traditional going on, but there's stuff going on. And I think that's good. It's like a reboot, so to speak. Yeah. And you know, the series or these special episodes, the goal of it is to help you through it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're managing well, we're handling it well, we're bored. I mean, we do go walk every day and we've... Where we are allowed to. Right. And we've we've done our part in staying away from negativity. Mm -hmm. We finally have decided, okay, we're going to have a little bit of a social media distance, uh, news distance in a sense. Mm -hmm. And it's helped. It really has helped. And it's comforting. Uh, we've watched a lot of movies. We've yeah. done a lot of things. We've caught up on a lot of work. We've played we've, cards. We've played cards. <laughs> we, we, have, we actually have dedicated on a Saturday night with the people that live with us in our house or in the house. And we dedicate every Saturday night. We order pizza and we play cards and watch movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's so sort of it's, like it's been just, fun. It's actually been very fun. Yeah, you know, you just need that time to just like, yeah, oh, whatever. You know what? I'm just gonna enjoy. Yeah, it, you know, and you know, and if you're living by yourself and you you don't have anybody in your house or your apartment wherever you're at, then set up some FaceTime or mm-hmm. some chat time with some friends and reach out to people because. You know, that helps, you know, yep. set up that time for yourself or mm-hmm. find ways to meditate for your own self exactly. and get through, through this. Yeah. But mm-hmm. our specialists that we have on our show, again, are going to help you go through, guide through that, let you know you're not alone in this exactly. and give you some great advice. Of so course. be sure to tune in for the specials of Stay Well on Mondays for the next month, maybe month and a half. And then our regular episodes on Thursday. Correct. And, you know, and today kind of starts that stay well, because today is going to be one of our first stay well episodes, except it's on a Thursday to introduce all this. Because it's our big announcement. Of course, it's our absolute big announcement. So we are definitely talking about staying well, self-confidence versus fear. Oh, that's a huge one. On the agenda today. (laughs) So, so again, be sure to check out all that. You can also check out all that on our website. We have many links to a lot of these yes. individuals that we're having on the show. So you can go find them and you can get through this. We're here for you. You can always message us and we can always try to reach out and uh, keep you company mm-hmm. if need be. Yeah. And remember, you can be on our show too. So be sure to go on, on our website. Our website is... Chrisandwill.com. Yes. And you can look at all the information, go to the links and... Um, 
fill out the forms as well. We also have a link on there because we recently interviewed Fran Tresher and Peter Mark Jacobson for the nanny reunion, the special table reading that they did. Uh-huh. We have that link on our website as well. And uh, you can go check that out. We'll leave that up for at least a month or so. Yeah. But um, go check that out and check out all the new upcoming stuff that we have planned and so much more. Mm-hmm. So let's go do this because we're, we've limited a little bit on time. So let's go, let's start off with self confidence. Wow. Let's go into what is self confidence? What do you think self confidence is? You know what? I once had an answer to that and then it's obsolete now from meditation. I've come to the understanding that it is vulnerability and quietness. And what I mean by that is because of that vulnerability, it's that unexpected. It's that, you know what? Stuff's going to come at me. I'm just going to keep on walking. Yeah, it's absolutely. there. It's sort of like almost, almost like an elephant just keeps on with a steady pace, you know, walking through, I don't know, a jungle or a savanna or something. They're just keep on walking. Pretty much. You well, know? you know, I, I found this and I was it, it was intriguing to read this in a sense. And it talks a little bit about self-confidence and the definitions of self-confidence. According to the University of South Florida. Okay. Yeah, here in the state, they identify self-confidence as an attitude about your skills and abilities. Hmm. I found that to be interesting. Basically, it means you accept and trust yourself and you have a sense of control in your life. So that's what it kind of really means. It's all about your trust and how you view yourself, your style. We've talked about that a little bit. Yes, we have. And um, it, it goes further in. It talks about it. You know your strength. You know your weakness very well. You have a positive view of yourself, your outlook, your direction. And it's like, you know, you completely almost 100%. That's what self-confidence is. Mm -hmm. And you set realistic expectations, goals, you communicate assertively, and you can handle criticism well. And that's really, and you know, there's a point to that, but at the same time, self-confidence also delivers in multiple ways because there's multiple levels in self-confidence. I believe that you can get through anything if you believe that you can and know that you can, that's self-confidence. Yeah. So you don't necessarily be a, have to be at that high of a caliber right. to get through something. Just the fact that you got through it, that's self-confidence. Wow, that you know that's right because... It's looking back on a couple of things that I've done in the past week or so, I would not have even touched or done certain things and I've done them. And now that you say that, it's like, well, I did it. I'm now here doing what I'm doing. So that's a that's progress. And you know, and it continues on. It goes just following my point. It goes on the other hand. Low self-confidence might make you feel full of self-doubt, yeah. be passive or submissive, mm-hmm. or have difficulty trusting others. Oh, boy. So there's a lot of different lines of, of self-confidence. So why is self-confidence important in a way? I say it's important because not only about trusting, like if you're in a relationship, trust is extremely, like I can't even describe how important it is. 
But if you're single or by yourself, it's even more far important because to get through every day and not by getting through like, yeah, I survived today. It's living through each day. You've got to trust that you know what you're doing and you're going to go where you want to go. I mean, basically, if you know that there's something that you want to do that is your style, you got to trust it, you know? Right. Absolutely. Now, it, now, further into it, it goes into low self-confidence might stem from different experiences, such as growing up mm-hmm. in an unsupportive or critical environment, Yeah, being separated from your friends or family for the first time, judging yourself too harshly, oh, or yeah. being afraid of failure. Oh, boy. That's where it pretty much stems from. Yep. And they, it goes, low self-confidence often has errors in their thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Okay, what is the feeling of self-confidence? Self-confidence can make you feel bold. It can make you feel powerful, but it also can make you feel low. Yep. Abusing it is generally, there's a difference between a person being self-confident and a person being an asshole. Yeah. A person being an asshole is basically just a person that thinks they're self-confident, but really they're nothing more than a bully. It's that feeling that you think you got this, but you don't. It's kind of like a facade, I guess. It's like that image, like I'm confident. That's not confidence. That's false, I think. Yes. True confidence is almost like the example I was talking about. You know, you're almost like, and I know vulnerability, that's like a big word. But if you just keep walking along with that vulnerability and you're walking on by, you're like, hey, all right. You know what? It's that quiet I think light's too strong of a word, but it's just that. I mean, you can be self-confident and weak at the same time in in a sense. Yeah. Because everybody has a weakness. Again, however you get through things is how you, how you manage through self-confidence in my opinion. So let's kind of go through how to increase your self-confidence. We talked a little bit about lowering that. So again, according to the university of South Florida, if you recognize and emphasize your strengths, then You can build your self-confidence, reward and praise yourself for efforts and progress. When you stumble upon an obstacle, treat yourself with kindness and compassion. Don't dwell on failure. Wow. Set realistic and achievable goals and do not expect perfection. Uh It is impossible to be perfect in every aspect of life. Slow down when you are feeling intense emotions and think logically about the situation challenge making assumptions about yourself, people, and situations. Recognize the past negative life experiences do not dictate your future. Express your feelings, beliefs, and needs directly and respectively. Mm -hmm. And learn to say no to unreasonable requests. Um, And of course, counseling is always available in areas to help build that. Yes. So it makes sense. It does make sense, yeah. So when you go into the difference of self-confidence versus fear, it kind of correlates because low self-confidence can come from fear. Yeah. And that can boost you off of having any confidence at all. Oh, but yeah. when you manage your fear and you balance your fear, then you build self-confidence and you become more powerful in becoming self-confident. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It does. And that powerful isn't like, 
all powerful. It's like, yeah, it's just that, it's that feeling of you, you know what to do and there's no questions and you're just you. I mean, that's that it's, it's simple, I guess is what I'm looking for. It's basically saying, you know what you, if you, you train your mind and you're moving your body, you know, and you have your soul and your heart and all that fun stuff, you really do and can do what you want yeah, to do. Absolutely. Well, here's something in almost the same line of self-confidence in a sense. And I got this from the New York Times. They posted this on June 3rd of 2019. And it talks about the differences of, you know, self-efficiency, self-esteem, and self-confidence. Okay. Listen to this. This is interesting. So self-efficiency is the term that refers to your belief in your ability to accomplish specific tasks. Okay. Like, for example, it gives an example. If you believe you're capable of cooking dinner or completing a project, this is reflective of high self-efficiency. Basically, if you believe that you can do something, then you become self-efficient to build up that confidence to want to do it. Okay. Makes sense? It does make sense. I have a question, though. What? For those people with doubt or self-doubt, you know, that basically that wants to get in the way of saying, like, an example. I say, oh, yeah, I can cook spaghetti, no problem. The first time I cooked spaghetti, I didn't hardly put any water in it. What happened? The water evaporated. <laughs> I landed up calling Chris while he was at work. This was many, 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 many years ago. And so I was like, what do I do? I don't know what I'm doing. I knew I could do it, but, you know, I was at that one point to be like, what do I do? So when that doubt comes in, like even before attempting something, how does that diminish? That is considered low self-efficiency. Okay. It basically said people with low self-efficiency often put less effort into a task if they don't believe they'll succeed at it, yeah. increasing the likelihood of failure. Okay. So it's really all about belief. So even though that doubt comes in and just say, you know what, I'm going to attempt it anyway. And however Pretty it much. comes you out. You have to know, you yeah. have to know that. And, and it's kind of like with what everybody's going through right now. You have to know and believe that you're going to get through this. Yeah. And that tomorrow is going to be a bigger and brighter day. And uh -huh. that it's not going to take 30 days for you to have to sit at home. Yes. You have to know that. But if you don't believe that and you don't feel that and you don't constantly tell yourself that, then yeah, you are going to feel the the weight and the the sitting and uh -huh. the problems. You're gonna but feel don't that. do it so much to where you're overwhelming yourself. Like tomorrow's gonna be a bigger and brighter day. Tomorrow's gonna be a bigger and brighter day. It has to come with a uh, an ease. It has to come with a calming confidence. Right. And that's when they go into self confidence. It basically that is more of a general term that gives you a view of how likely you are to accomplish a goal. So if you know you set goals and you go after those goals, then you know that you are confident enough to win those goals. That's what self-confidence builds on that. Yeah. Then you go, then it goes into self-esteem. The term is most often confused with self-confidence. Self-esteem refers to the belief in your overall worth. Oh. Is basically what that means. Broad statements like, I'm a good person fall into this category. Okay. So again, it kind of just, 
how you how your self-esteem reacts to how you view yourself. It's kind of like saying when you look in the mirror and you look at your value, what do you view yourself as? What do you view your value oh, as? Oh, rather than looking at the image that's appearing before yourself, you're really looking at yourself saying, I'm, I have worth, I have value. And that reinforces pretty much. And what I gathered from that article is basically steps in building self-confidence is starting with your value, your self-esteem. You need to build your self-esteem, believe that you can do things. Uh-huh. And then when you, when you've built that self-esteem, then you, you building your self-efficiency because you're like, okay, now I know I can do this. Yeah. And now once you've built that, the next step is you're accomplishing that goal. So now you're confident that you're doing this. So it's simpler. When it's to a do lot it. simpler when you have identified it in all these different ways. So yeah. it's interesting. So uh-huh. I thought that was uh, quite interesting. So, oh, yeah. so let's go back into fear really quick. You know, when you define fear, fear can be multiple things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mul- fear can be really fear can be seen. And in a lot of ways, fear cannot be seen. Uh-huh. You know, fear is in all different types of ways and levels. And you can fear some people fear roller coasters, for example. Some people will find ways to avoid those roller coasters, mm-hmm. if at all possible, because they're afraid of fear. And they don't talk about their fear. And you may, may never know yep. that they have that fear. Mm-hmm. You know, according to Psychology Today, and uh, I'm going to bring this up in the interview today, it, it talks about it's fear is basically a vital response to physical and emotional danger. Whoa. Or, you know, it may not be dangerous. It could just be something that you think could be dangerous. And that feeling just, it's... Um, it can create a phobia, which can right. be anxiety. Yes. yes. And yes, it can be inherited, believe really? it or not. Absolutely. Wow. Because if your parents had a lot of phobias and fear and social anxiety and anxieties from whatever they can bring that over to their kids. Mm -hmm. If they had a lot of that stuff and displayed a lot of that stuff um, during a gosh, during pregnancy, you can inherit that absolutely Mm -hmm. can inherit that. So, so fear is definitely one of those situations that can be an inheritance and it can cause a lot of problems. So I always find to get rid of fear correlates the same with self-confidence because it's not really versing each other. I think at the same time, it basically, I don't want to say compliments one another, yeah. but it basically situates the position a lot better. Right. Because if you can figure out your fears, write down what you fear the most, and then utilize that self-esteem from that and balance that self-esteem and then utilize on how you're going to, how it's going to officially affect your goals, change them if you need to and can, that builds your self-confidence to where you can outdo that fear. Amazing. Yes, absolutely. So let's go through a little bit about how to cope during these unsettling times. Okay. I found that to be uh, interesting. Again, same thing from Psychology Today. They listed five ways to find peace in the midst of uncertainty. Really quick, we're going to go through this really quick. Tip number one, mm-hmm. feel what you feel. Basically, that means gather what you feel and just know it's there. Feel what you feel. It's natural. It's normal. Um, you know, it, it, don't be afraid of it. Feel what you feel is what they say. The second thing is let your feelings move you to help. Okay. So if you feel like you need that help in 
attention or social attention or whatever the case may be, then allow your feelings to, to guide you to that. Don't feel like you can't go get that help and you don't need it. Um, consume media wisely. That's where that's, <laughs> and I say the same uh, thing with the news and yeah. social media. Just distance yourself for it. If it's causing stress and all kinds of stuff, then distance you yourself. You know, for it, it sounds really bad, but you know, those uh, commercials, you know, drink responsibly. You kind of have to think about that now with uh, all that's going oh, yeah, on. Absolutely. You know, it, absolutely. The intake of information, be responsible in, in taking that. Absolutely. And in four, it says search out good news, anything positive. You know, if it's singing cats, go find singing yeah, cats. Yeah. Uh -huh. I go on YouTube and find funny videos and anything that can make you laugh, that's how you get through it. Exactly. And then the final step is connect with your fellow humans. And we kind of talked about that. We mentioned that. We basically said, if you feel like you're alone, then reach out to your friends, yeah. your family, reach out to us for God's sakes. And we, and we'll all help you get. And through. if you're having a hard time, you know, getting the ball rolling, just start with the simplest thing that you feel is most Absolutely. comfortable for you. You don't have to write a full out paragraph. You don't have to write out, you know, uh, even a very long sentence. If it's just, hi, you know, I wanted to see how you were doing or just, hey, you know, I want to talk to somebody. That's good enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, a lot of interesting stuff. So, um, but today we're going to continue that on. Today we have a motivational speaker with us, mm -hmm. Raquel Sharper. She's going to make you sharper and get you through this. Yes. She is our special guest with us today. She is a motivational speaker. She's been a consultant for Fortune 500 companies for over 10 years. Wow. She has, you know, she's worked with uh, uh, Tony Robbins. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she's she's worked around... Um, Kevin from the Shark Tank. That's right. And, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. She does, she provides inspiring empowerment speeches as well as building self-confidence while conquering fear. Yeah. So she talks about all that. So she is our guest with us today. So we invite you to join us and go on and continue on as we present to you our first episode of Stay Well. So sit back, relax, because Raquel Sharper is coming up. We are honored to welcome our special guest, Raquel Sharper. Hi! <laughs> How are you doing? I miss you! Oh. And kisses from Vegas! Oh, miss you too! Doing great! Awesome! Awesome! Yeah. So happy to be talking with you. This is so much fun. Yes, it is! And there's lots of great things that uh, this time period has brought us, so thank you so much for um allowing me to share those things of course yes well first of all uh thank you for being a part of our show so how are you i am doing super fabulous it's, it was it's been quite a change you know from my my normal jet setting life um but 
listen, I'm totally blessed. I have got food, I've got toilet paper, and I have my health, and the health is your wealth. Of course. Of course. We are thrilled. We've known you for a little while. We're not going to get into how that relationship started, but... um, We all know those wonderful stories. It's a it's a great coffee break, I guess, or or a vodka break if you can put that in there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Some shots of tequila, and it's the VIP segment. There absolutely. you go. There yes, you go. Absolutely. So first and foremost, our listeners, of course, as well as ourselves, are so happy to have you on the show, and. We are looking forward to whatever advice that you can provide to us to get to get us through these trying times. I mean, mm-hmm. who would have ever thought we would have ever in our lifetime had to go through this? Um, you know, we've all gone through natural disasters, but a complete worldwide shutdown is just like nuts. It is totally crazy. And um, for all those who are new to who I am, I'm a motivational self-empowerment speaker. So classically, I am jet-setting from here, there, and everywhere and I'm in front of a live crowd, and I totally love what I do. So before the actual shutdown, quarantine, lockdown, grounded, everything happened, events started to get canceled, and uh-huh. started yep. to see it before it happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and it is crazy because the whole world is, is, is shutting, is shut down. And one of the things that's really powerful, that is our language. Yeah. Right. So I'd like to empower everybody that's listening to my voice right now to understand that we're not on a lockdown. We're not on quarantine. We're not grounded. We're on a staycation. Yeah. Right. We've all mm-hmm. been granted a staycation. Yep. And it's a staycation 2020. And when you say staycation, it sounds like vacation. So you could be working on your health. You could be working on business. You could be working on your relationships. This is a time that's been gifted to us, and we all get to do it at the same time. Good point. And it's it's definitely a blessing. Yeah, 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 I agree. And, you know, it's also like I'm doing meditation now, and like every day, it's just, it's like that check-in for yourself. You know, people are so busy. And, you know, even if it's just like two minutes or five minutes, and it doesn't have to be sit down meditation either. It could just be, you know, if you're just walking from one part of the your home to another part of your home, you know, you're still just kind of checking in with yourself. How am I feeling today? So when you had said this is the time to, you know, focus on certain things, I agree with that. Yes, and it is so true. And and Will, you are so 100% right, like the meditation and um, Oprah Winfrey, obviously, I probably don't even need to drop her last name. Everybody knows who Oprah is. Oprah <laughs> and Deepak have a meditation series, and it started about nine days ago, but it's for you to meditate in a time of uncertainty, and it's free. So if you go into your Google Play Store or your Apple Store and you do, and you, and you Google, and you, uh, do a search for a 21-day meditation, Deepak and Oprah, they're offering this free series. And what's great about it is it's a guided meditation. Ah. Oprah starts off with, yeah, it is amazing. So the cool thing about it is they typically do something like this once every two months, but they've, they've dropped this free meditation series. It is totally phenomenal. And classically, at this point, the first five days would be cut off because they let you have a five-day lag. Yeah. But it's still open, so you can still get in on 
uh, pretty much day one. And I think they're doing this because they know that everybody's kind of in this place where they need to start focusing and meditating and envisioning where they want to be when they get out of this. And wow. who is that person? And, and to be um, bigger, better, and of course, sharper. <laughs> right. right. Yes, right. of course. Of course. Well, I mean, this kind of goes into, and what you were saying is a little bit uh, about having self-confidence. What would you say your definition of self-confidence would be? Well, my definition of self-confidence is really taking an inventory of what your superhero powers are. Oh, nice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like, and if you think about, like, the superheroes, like the Justice League, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get this wrong because I know there's, there's another section of superheroes, but, like, Wonder Woman, she had, like, that, that lasso and the cool gear with the red boots, and then um, you had Superman, and he could fly, and then you had Spider-Man, and he could scale buildings, and right. um, Batman was, like, the gadget guy. And they all had their superhero power. But here's something that everybody really forgets is they all had weaknesses too. Yeah. Like Superman's weakness was um, he was, he was um, I would say, allergic or kryptonite. Yeah. Would, would, would totally break him down. So it's to focus on what our strengths are and, and to know that during this time we can actually ramp up and we can even ramp up even on some of our weaknesses. Right, someplace where we're weak, we can start to build that muscle. And this right. is the perfect time for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how would you suggest to a person on building their confidence, especially right now? If a person's never really built their confidence up until now, and all of a sudden they're given all this time to have to think of themselves, and they realize, oh, my gosh, I don't have much confidence in myself. How would you suggest for them to start looking deep into their strengths? Well, so here's something that I would suggest for people. A lot of times there's things that we do effortlessly, and because we do it effortlessly, it's our actual superhero strength, and we don't even realize it's our superhero strength because we're so focused on what we don't have. We're so focused on lack. So first thing, stop watching the news because that teaches us how to focus on lack. One of the things that somebody can do to build their self-confidence, and this will also help in this time period of our staycation, is to call five or ten people that you love or like, that could be friends, that could be family, that could be family, which is friends that we've turned into family, and ask them what they feel your superhero strength is. And Mm -hmm. that is a total build of your self-confidence because somebody's going to tell you where they think that you rock and how great you make them feel, and what you do really well. And that is an amazing way to build your self-confidence because listening to somebody tell you about the things that you do that's great, and it's not you creating it, it's you hearing it from somebody else. You know, it's really interesting that you say that because on my life journey and, you know, how I there was a time where I didn't have that or I wasn't fully in that confidence and there was something that you told me, Raquel, that just when I, I, and I know I'm getting a little choked up on it now, but you had told me that I bring people value. And then you asked me, did that feel good? And it most certainly, truthfully, authentically did. And yes. that, that has stuck with me. And I am so grateful for that. Oh, and I'm grateful for the gift of you, Will, too, because 
that's that's a part of it. Like alone, we can do things, but together we're so powerful. Yeah, and we met for a reason. And and we each have our own superhero powers, and it's like we're all part of, like, the Justice League, and together we're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. So um, during the Sun's Staycation 2020, um, it's for us to really learn and relearn how we can focus together and succeed together. That's one of the gifts of what it is. And we have technology so we can we can still social distance, but we can still be social through social media, Zoom calls. We can have Zoom parties. Um, it's there's so many. We have so many different um, things available to us today. Right. In this period. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how would you how how would you suggest for people to maintain once we start getting back to a normal again and to kind of stay away from the the normal that we did before this and realizing our self change and then changing it, how would you maintain it? So how I can maintain it is, so here's just, I just want to like, I wake up in the morning, I give thanks. Everybody should wake up in the morning, give thanks, know that it consistently that the sun is going to rise and the sun is going to set. That's something that we can count on. Know that there's certain things that we can count on. Give thanks. If you're waking up, it's a gift. Always give thanks. Um, Visualize where you want to be. When we get back to normal, to still do those things, to move, to exercise, to stretch, to feel your body, that's important. To take time still for self-love and take time to give somebody love. Let it be a friend, a family, even a business colleague. Just to remember that we're not solo. We are actually a unit, even if we can't go out and play at the park, but we can go for a walk in the park by ourselves. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about fear a little bit. That's another big thing. Oh, I yeah. think that uh, mm-hmm. the one thing you had mentioned is stay away from the news. The, you know, the news in some way can be educational in a sense, but I also find that a lot of the stuff that's going on, especially now, creates a lot of fear. And so what would you define in today's world as fear? Well, it's the, you know, the acronym for false evidence appearing real, right? Um, By no means am I a doctor or a psychologist or anything, but it's actually all what we tend to focus on. Um, Right. During this time period, I would highly recommend listening to influencers, of course, like myself, listen to uh, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar. And Jim Rohn used to say something. And Jim Rohn, for anybody who doesn't know who he is, Jim Rohn was Tony Robbins' mentor. Uh-huh. Right, and anybody who's in the top one percent and and influence the world, they've had mentors, they've had coaches, and Jim Rohn says that um, the same wind blows upon us all. Which, and when he talks about a wind, he talks about basically a storm. The same wind blows upon us all, but it all depends on how you adjust your sail. So you can have a fireman and a building is caught on fire. He runs into the building and he saves a life and he's a hero, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have somebody who sees a fire and runs in a total different direction, right? And and what's the wiring there? So we have to understand that 
in the height of adversity, which is what we're going through right now, is to focus on what you can control, which is your emotions, focus on the positive, and um, focus on the things that you can control and what you actually can do. Like, for right. example, I spoke to one of my friends, and one of my friends were like, all these people are going to die, and all of these things, and all the economy is going to crash, and I was just like, okay, so all these people are going to die. You don't know all of these people. And right. you you can't control the economy. That's a huge weight to have on your shoulders. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. That's oh, why yeah. I highly recommend <laughs> not to watch the news. What can you control? Right? And speaking of that, I had another friend, and they, they were like, well, what can I control? They actually went to a local supermarket here in Las Vegas, and they picked up the cost of somebody's groceries. Wow. What can we control? Right? right. And that felt good for them. Yeah. And then they, they scored toilet paper somewhere, and they were giving out two rolls of toilet paper to people. Imagine, if, like, in January, you, you hung out in the parking lot and gave out, tried to give out rolls of toilet paper. To people. <laughs> <laughs> it was creepy. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> But in January, you said January 2020, you were like, I'm giving out rolls of toilet paper. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Back up with your toilet paper, right? <laughs> so it's like, what can you do? What can you do that you can control? So here's some of the things that we can, can that we can do that can control. Um, if you need help, reach out. Reach out to somebody. Pay attention to somebody else through social media. If you see like. I've seen it, and I'm sure somebody else has seen it. If you see somebody on social media going totally crazy, like out of their normal, uh-huh. pick up the phone. Give them a call. We're in this together. Yeah. And sometimes it's just the fact that somebody shows up and says, hey, hey, everything's going to be okay. You're here. The sun rose today. Today's a gift. What are you going to do with your gift? Because there's lots of people who didn't get that gift today. No. What can you control? What is your superhero power? Because you're here for a reason. Wow. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Total moment right there. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Phobias are considered fears. But do you think yes. uh, fears create phobias? So it would be like the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken? Yeah. And which came first? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, cause you know, so, so the you, question, you, the reason I ask that, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but the, the reason I ask that is because um, with if, if fear is created now, then any kind of disaster, natural disaster, or any kind of thing that has some similarity that could be considered a new phobia because the same people that are reacting the way that they are to the current situation, what makes us to believe that they won't react the same way? Like, let's say a hurricane or a tornado comes through an earthquake, especially where you guys are at. So what? let's, let's just say that they won't react to that the same way they're reacting to this, which in most cases is worse than what they normally would react. So that's why I was like, do you think the fear that we have now could create a phobia for after this is over with for anything that could happen? You know, I do think 
there's going to be a certain amount of phobia. And I have thought that, you know, maybe the next time that something comes along that's a little wonky, this isn't going to be the first time we're going to be out of toilet paper. Right? Right. Um, so, and I think, like you said, I think phobias sometimes come from a certain belief. We're programmed into believing certain things. Right? So if we believe that in this time that... Um, people are going to, like, snatch up toilet paper. As soon as something wonky goes, you probably need to keep some toilet paper, just maybe a 12-pack in the house, just in case. I don't know. But are people going to do that after this? Because we learn from our experiences, um, and our experiences are sometimes... There was a movie that I watched recently, one of my last trips on the plane. And what I'll typically do is I watch a movie, and if it's a short ride, like my last plane was like from here to LA, um, it was about this girl, and she got her arm bit off by a shark, and she was a kick-butt surfer. I cannot remember her name, right? And as she's laying in the hospital, she basically says she's really happy that she got her arm bit off instead of her best friend. And as soon as she was able she got right back out on that surfboard and started surfing and became an award-winning championship surfer with one arm. Like, she didn't let the fear of the shark, and it was a 14-foot shark that bit her arm off. Wow. And it was, it was crazy because, yeah, 14-foot shark, it, it was, gosh, the movie was called, um, oh, man, something surfer anyway it was it was a compelling <laughs> movie but it's not the first movie that i saw like that um there was another movie about a woman who went sailing with her significant other and they got stuck in a storm and she lost her boyfriend and that she still goes out sailing and what's crazy is it, it all depends on how you handle the fear so i think for some people yes they will they will develop this fear muscle where if they see it, they're going to run in the opposite direction. And for others, they're going to be like, you know what? I've built this muscle and I'm not afraid and I'm going to run towards it because I know that I'm still going to have my strength. Mm -hmm. And we have to really decide where we're powerful and make those choices. Right. Absolutely. Now, whether this has mm -hmm. a relation or not, but I read something uh, from uh, Psychology Today and they had mentioned something in there in regards to phobias and and fear at the same time and they had put in there that um it can almost be an inheritance in a sense that if your parents had a phobia or a fear then it could be brought down to their children and their children can almost have the same exact thing do you think that that's that is true Yes, I totally think that that is true because we are a product of our parents. I um, went to, I, not, I'm not only am I in front of the room teaching, I will spend my time sitting in the room as a student and it's about the difference of knowing when to be the student and when to be the teacher and you should forever be on that growth path. Right. And I was in an event and I was a student at this event and they said, we actually individually we're affected by six generations or we affect so the three generations ahead of us teach us and then we actually affect three generations behind us and 
what that means is, for example, in my family, come Thanksgiving, um, my mom makes oyster stuffing. Well, who, who taught my mother how to make oyster stuffing? Her mom. And who taught her mom? Her mom. Guess, guess what I taught my daughter what to make? Oyster stuffing. So if there's something that we enjoy, we share it. If there's something that we fear, we share it. Wow. But at the end of the day, we still always have the power of choice. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it did say that. It did yeah. say that it, it is, there is a way to cure it, and there is a way for the child to overcome it, that it takes a, a, long, um, a long draw into that process, but it is curable. So it did say that, whereas in most inheritance generally are not, where most inheritance kind of stay with you for, a, for the long run, I guess. But this one, of course, did say that it, it, that a child can overcome those fears from their parents. So I thought that was an interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It is. It, it totally is. And, and here's something that I've, I've learned. I've learned that if I push myself into the fear, um, I will go through the changes. And fear feels, the, fear feels actually the same as excitement. Right. If you're fearful, your, your stomach will go into knots. If you're excited, your stomach goes into knots. If you're in love, we call that butterflies, but it's your stomach going into knots. Right. We actually have the same body feelings. Like if you're excited and you see somebody, you get hot. If you're nervous about something, you get hot. Wow. Well, our body reacts the same way. We just have to, you know, it's true, right? Well, right. Wow. <laughs> so, I'm really yeah, glad to hear like, that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Oh, girl, we have this conversation almost every single day because when emotions come in, he's like, but my stomach feels this way. And I'm like, oh, God, will you just shut the beep up? You know, it's like, God, just feel it already, for God's sake. But I mean, you have a very great point because, you know, when I have those different emotions or feelings, sometimes I interpret them as one way and you had just mentioned that actually it can be more than just one thing. And so that, I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, it's funny because if we, if we interpret it, it's still the same feeling, stomach and knots. It could be excitement. It could be, oh, oh crap, look what's about to happen. Right? right. Yeah. But if you decide, and one is fear, Right? And one is, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah. What if you said, okay, when my stomach gets a knock, I'm excited. Right. Interesting. And that's prop, right. And that's, and that's the difference of, of viewing those things. So, like, um, I'm a three time fire walker. Um, I've also assisted 500 people walking on fire with over, with a team. Uh, and I'm actually a three time fire eater. Now, each time I've done this, I've done this with a master. I believe in getting coached, and I always say that if there's something I haven't done and that I'm totally petrified in doing, I could be properly peer pressured into it. Like, being properly peer pressured into it is knowing somebody that can guide me and take me and lead me through my fears and show me how to do it so I can execute it to success. And the first time I walked over coals, uh, 10 feet, and it was in Tony Robbins' event, I was... I was, I just knew I was going to do it. I trusted Tony Robbins, um, but I didn't know how it was going to do it. And then I was just coachable. Um, the second time I did it, I was like, well, I already did it. So I know I can do it, which is a totally different 
but it's still a little nervous. Yeah. Right. And then it's still a little nervous, like, well, this is, you know, still hot cold. (laughs) 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 It's like it's still hot cold. And then the third time I did it, and I want you to know that each time I did it, there still was a little fear, but there was less fear. And so I know that maybe the most of the people listening on this call may not have walked over 10 feet of hot coals. Um, but I want to bring you back to something maybe most people have done. The first time behind the wheel of a car. Right. Where you're driving. Uh-huh. What did that feel like? Oh, boy. <laughs> did you get on the highway and go 90 miles per hour? No, you went on a deserted road or you were in a parking lot yep. and you probably didn't go over 10 miles per hour. Uh-huh. And even when you were going less than 10 miles per hour, you were scared to death. And that's the understanding of knowing that anytime we do something new, even if it's as simple as driving a car, it's still scary and that's normal. Right. Wow. And what I want everybody to know is in Staycation 2020, this is your free pass for um, 30 days, 45 days, maybe it's 60 days. We don't know. We don't control that. But what is it that you can get used to building in the background? So when you come out, you can actually take that car on the highway and go 90 miles per hour. What is it that you can do? Wow. If you practice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and by the way, uh, referencing back a little bit, uh, the movie, what does uh, Soul Surfer sound familiar? That's it. Soul Surfer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Soul Surfer. Yeah. Soul Surfer. And, and she's a real life person. It's just amazing because we all have that makeup. It's all a choice. Right. Right. So, okay, so I'm going to ask you a question, and uh, in this response, give me one word. Just a one-word response, and I'm. It, it could be easy, it could be hard, but um, if you were to describe the current world and their reactions right now in one word, what would it be? There's so many words that right. can be out there, but one that stands out the most that you find that even with people you've interacted with on social media and everything else – the one word that stands out the most as far as the current world's reactions, I know my response for it, but I'm curious what, what you would say. So, so here's, so here's what's, what I'm going to say, and, and, and I'll give you the one word response. The, if I say in the, in, a, in the whole world, I would say it's diversity, right? Because it's, everybody's reacting to it different, so there's a whole diversity of reaction, right? So it's so diverse. But in my world, where I focus, it's togetherness. Nice. Wow. Interesting. I would It's togetherness. It's togetherness because I choose not to watch the news. I choose to talk to people who are empowering, who support me, who will rally and tell me where I rock out. I'll rally, tell them where they rock out, and we figure out where we can rock out together and be better. Interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Now, I like the diversity uh, response for the world because I didn't think of it that way. And I think that could be half of the issue of where my word would come from is because we're not looking at it that way. The word I would have came up with is fear. And the reason mm. I say that is because in our part of the world uh, here on the East Coast, 
it's constant why is this person not doing this why is this person doing this why isn't the government doing this and why is the government doing that it's back and forth stuff and the one thing in between in that which you kind of brought up is what i've kind of been saying in a sense is they're not really understanding that everybody's handling it differently because everybody is different Mm -hmm. so diversity is a good response as far as the world is concerned because we're not really uh seeing the reactions as 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 harsh as they are here as they are over there like for example I have friends out in Italy. I have friends all across the world. And how they are showcasing to us how things are going on in their part of the world. People over here, they actually don't believe that because in their part of the world, they're reacting the way they think that Italy is reacting or uh, Britain is reacting or Canada is reacting. You know what I'm saying? So they're in that. So over here, they're feared because something is going on that they can't actually control. So they don't believe mm-hmm. that people are handling it better by handling it different. Does that make sense? That does make sense. And and here's the funny thing about that. Um, the fear comes from lack of being prepared. So yes. I spoke mm-hmm. to, yesterday I spoke to a friend and then the day before I spoke to another friend. And here was the interesting conversation of the two friends, two different people living in two different parts of the United States. Oh my God, I am so excited. I have been waiting for the economic downturn and it's coming and I'm going to rock it. Wow. There's people who are ready for yeah. this and are super duper excited. Wow. Okay. I, I spoke to somebody yesterday and they said, oh my gosh, I'm about to have the best year of my life in business right now my floodgates are opened and this is going to be the best year ever because they're prepared you know it's interesting you say that yeah because that's how our reactions are yeah because where everybody's like well you should be afraid of the economy because it will affect your show it will affect what you do and i'm like you know it may it may affect us in a small portion, but at the end of the day, um, we're going to keep going anyway, and we're going to keep doing our thing because we're prepared on how to deal with it. And we do. We do have game plans on yeah. everything. So at the end of the day, because we are prepared for it, they're like, oh, no, it's not going to happen that way. Oh, no, it's not going to happen that way. You are going to fall apart and be with nothing. And it's like, but no. if I look at myself like I'm going to have nothing, then in sense, I'm going to have nothing. Whereas if I look at myself and say, you know what, things could change, but we've always been about change. So we'll be comfortable with it and we'll adapt exactly. to it and we'll succeed from it. I agree with that. I agree with that. And and you said something, that visualization. Visualization is oh so powerful. Yes. Very, very powerful. Um, and I'm just going to reference an, an old school book because a lot of people haven't read it, but a lot of people have Think and Grow Rich. During this time frame, I'm going to highly recommend you read two chapters a week. Um, and the reason why I say two chapters a week, it's a small book. You could probably read it in a day. You've got the time. But read the chapter, embody the chapter. What was the and title again? The first, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It is gotcha. a classic. Okay. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And the reason I suggest that book 
is because it talks about finding your burning hot desire. Like, what is your passion? In other words, what is your superhero? What is it that you want to do? This is your time to think about that. Think about you're a caterpillar and you're going into your cocoon phase and you're going to come out a butterfly. Nice. This book would totally help you with that. Mm -hmm. And another part of this book talks about the mastermind, which is who is it that you need to talk to? Like we spoke in the beginning of uh, this interview about finding out your self-confidence. Well, finding out what you do good, right? And you can find that out by asking the people who love and like you what they feel that your superhero powers are. Finding your mastermind of people that you're going to work together and also they talk about visualization. If you visualize it coming to a positive, successful end, that is the success key. When I was learning how to walk over hot coals, Tony Robbins had me mentally walk over the hot coals and um, see myself get to the end of the hot coals in success in my mind and do this dance that I walked over the hot coals. And I must have did it a hundred times in my head successfully before I did it successfully um, for real. And that's how it works for everything. Like Muhammad Ali said he was the greatest before he was the greatest. Yeah. Because he knew he was the greatest. Absolutely. So what could we tell ourselves today that would lead us on the other side into our butterfly? Hmm. Very interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. So let's let's um, let's go into this. This will probably be our last topic that we go in for our conversation, and it's the big word that everybody um, needs to practice. I think, especially over here, it's the word calm. Yes. How should we all remain calm? Okay. So I'm going to use this as an example because here's what's interesting. Um, Ferrari. Do you think people right now are going out buying a bunch of Ferraris, even if they can afford a Ferrari? Do you think they're hitting up the Ferrari dealership and buying Ferraris? No, no, not over here no. at least. No, nobody's buying Ferraris right now. You can, you can be like very, very. So Ferraris sales have gone down drastically and the cars are like a quarter of a million up, right? Right. So what does a company like Ferrari do if nobody's buying Ferraris right now? Ferrari's like, well, what can I do to pivot and change and still give value? Mm -hmm. Ferrari right now is making ventilators. Isn't that interesting? Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Ferrari's is making ventilators. Because Ferrari's like, well, I can make Ferraris, but if I shift to make ventilators, I'm actually helping the world, right? Yeah. And I'm still making money. Because we are so diverse. Uh-huh. Armani. Armani. Uh, do you think people are going out and buying really fancy Armani outfits right now? They're sitting in the house doing nothing or working at home. I've even been on calls where some people are like, I haven't showered in like three days. <laughs> because they're like they don't feel like they have to shower. You got like showers feel good. Shower, hot bath, definitely do that. But here and and calming is a hot bath with candles lit and then music. 
But you know what Armani's making right now? Face masks. Oh, face masks. Mask. Yeah, I saw. I heard about that. So, if if multi-million and billion-dollar companies are figuring out what they knew, need to do different today because their business is being affected, focus on what we have the power to control, and that's how we stay calm. Very Aww. nice. Now, how would you apply that same advice to a person that has anxiety disorder? I would say breathe. Interesting. Take a deep breath in. Then let it out. Focus on your breathing. Take a deep breath in. And then you let it out. Once you start focusing on your breathing... It will just totally calm you. Breathing is something that we do actually on automatic, but once you focus on it, it actually calms you. Yes, it does. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So for the person that has anxiety and, and things are going really crazy, turn off the TV, focus on your breathing. Breathe in, breathe out. Wow. Ask yourself, what am I grateful for? Breathe in. Oh, my God, I'm breathing. I'm alive. I have breath. I can see. I can walk. Um, I have toilet paper. <laughs> I have friends. Breathe out. Right? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Breathe in. Yeah. And, and as you're doing that, taking accounting, um, it's, it's just a matter of getting really centered. And when you do that, it calms you. It's impossible to think about what's going wrong is if you're taking an accounting of what's beautiful in your life. Wow. Wow. Like flipping it around, basically. Like, for example, yes, totally if, flipping it around. like, you know, oh my gosh, all this bad stuff's happening. No. Actually, there's a lot of great stuff happening. And as you said, you know, it's a gift. And it's, it's that a total time. Gift. It's a time to look at, oh, what do I do have? And that's how I see it. It's just that flip around type thing. So I like that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Raquel, what final advice would you give for us today? My final advice would be focus on what you can control. View this as a staycation and your cocoon phase. So this is where you're back at the lab, building yourself bigger, better, stronger, and sharper. And who are you going to be on the other side? Visualize it and make it happen. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very nice. Now, is there a place for our fans to find us? Is there a place that you would like for us to direct them to? Definitely. So you can go to www. B sharper now B E S H A R P E R N O W dot com. You can find me on Instagram, B sharper now B E S H A R P E R now, which is what we should always be doing, taking action now, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and I, you can also find me. I have a um, a Facebook group, uh, Six Figures Sharper Streams of Income. I'm the only Raquel Sharper on Facebook, so I am very easy to find. Raquel felt like 
how Raquel Welch spells it, but I am sharper. So there is no C in there, and the C is for the cash that we put in our pocket. And money is an instrument. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Wow. Well, Raquel, <laughs> thank you so much for yes. providing your advice, your knowledge, and your personality to us today. is very helpful. And, um, you know, we're so glad that we're introducing this new Stay Well series to our fans and uh-huh. our listeners. And so everyone new that's been joining, that's joining us. And uh, it, basically, our goal is is just to help people get through the current time so we can be in this whole thing together and stay with each other throughout the rest of our life. So uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. So thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show. And like we said, it's all about togetherness, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Much love to you. Hugs and kisses virtually. As always, what a great show. Yeah. So motivating, so educational, so promising. Well said. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, we want to thank Raquel for coming on our show. And yes. All that motivational topics and different things like that. And we want to thank you for joining us for our first Stay Well special episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We hope it was educational for you and we hope it helped you in some little way. Don't worry, we have some more coming. Yes. Uh, next week, we have a Monday episode of Stay Well. And then Thursday, we have our regular episode of What About Our Life with Chris and Will. Yay! And you can <laughs> check out all this information and so much more on our website. At chrisandwill.com. And you can follow us on Instagram. At chris.and.will. That's right. Keep in touch with us. We'll keep in touch with you. But for now, of course, we got to go. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please stay well. Yes. Stay safe and keep laughing. Love (laughs) yourself and the world will love you in return. Yes. Take care of yourself, my friends. We'll see you again back here next week on Monday, actually, for another great episode. But for now, bye. Bye.